0: i'm zach stevens you are listening to in focus production of the insight photography project i'm here with kayla rice who is an alumni of insight and you studied photojournalism at syracuse yep and you've been working as the photo editor of the brattleboro Reformer for the past two years and now you're going to be moving on to a new phase in your career. So can you tell me a little bit about that, that new thing first?
1: Sure. Uh, so I am going to be moving on to New York City to be the assistant photographer for the New York Mets. A very different sort of job than the Brattleboro Reformer, obviously. I really love to shoot sports, so that's something that i'll get to focus on a lot more and it'll just be a slightly bigger audience than the brattleboro reformer but yeah it should be fun i'm excited
0: very cool i'm excited for you as well i want to kind of step back a little bit and um start at the beginning how did you get started in photography what what was the thing that that drew you in when you were a student
1: well i had um, i grew up in brattleboro Obviously, I was an InSight student, so um, I had a couple of friends who um, had taken classes at InSight. My friend, one of my best friends, Eliza, took a class and she really wanted me to take one with her. And I had always sort of liked to play around with cameras and, you know, I never considered it as something that I wanted to spend my life doing, but I thought it would be fun to take a class with my friend. So I signed up for the intro to film, the black and white film class, and I loved it. It was awesome. I, I just remember being so excited to take more classes and seeing all the other ones that were available. And I think that was probably the last class my friend took, but I kept going after that for probably three years. Yeah, so I took a bunch of different classes at Insight, including some digital classes, Yeah.
0: How old were you when you um, took your first class?
1: I think I was 15. Yeah, I think it was my freshman year of high school.
0: And you've been doing it consistently since you were 15? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. And so you started in film?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I started, um, I think the first, at least the first two classes, if not three, were in film. And I had a little film camera that I used to use. And I, I kind of miss film. <laughs> whenever i see you know photos you post of the process or stuff like that or i smell the chemicals <laughs> i kind of miss it definitely smell a lot here yeah but yeah for once i decided that photojournalism was what i was most interested in and went to school for it it sort of you know became something i didn't need anymore unfortunately so i haven't actually i mean obviously i could still shoot film but haven't done a lot since my classes here.
0: Do you see that happening in the future at all? Do you ever... possibly?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I would definitely like to. I would just have to have the the uh, dark room to do it. Or yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, I have the luxury of doing Insight that sometimes. now. I've been <laughs>
0: shooting film myself, um, but it's because the dark room is ten feet from my office. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about your experience at Insight. What drew you to keeping involved with Insight and taking photos is it something about the feeling that you have down here or was it just the the act of photography that was really what drew you in
1: i think it definitely had to do with insight and the feeling that i had i think that the teachers that i had were really great and really like passionate about photography and um were willing to help us you know follow whatever interests we had so that was definitely really helpful in getting me interested in it and then just being able to have the facility to come in and work whenever I wanted to pretty much was really great so obviously I love photography in general but those things definitely helped so sure
0: yeah when you were a student was it and you started in film was it the film or the digital side of things that kind of drew you in? is it some I feel that a lot of students coming down here now and they're, um, they're shooting mostly film mm-hmm. and it's almost like this romanticized vision of photography. Did you experience that at all?
1: Yeah, I think that's why I, I loved it in the beginning because um, it really, you know, you couldn't see exactly what you were shooting until you developed it and so you really had to focus on making sure that the image was going to be great before you just press the button, press the shutter. So that definitely helped me. I think it's good to start in film for that reason. It really gets you to think about all of the aspects of photography before you just, you know, if you start with a digital camera, you might just set it on auto and go, and you don't really learn much. So I think it was good to start with film.
0: I totally agree. We have students that come in that are starting with digital, and the cameras are so complex that they, they tend to... Shut down almost um to uh, about learning about the basics and mm-hmm. they just they can't focus on anything, so they just throw in an auto and then go from there so you got into photojournalism did that did that start when you were here or did that start um later on?
1: I think I probably first saw some photojournalism work um. When I was at Insight, we would sometimes look at books of famous photojournalists or artists, Mm -hmm. and I probably, I don't remember an exact moment, but I think I was probably inspired by some of those people. And then I was fortunate to be able to travel a little bit in high school. I got one of the scholarships from SIT to go to China, and I brought my camera there. That was after I had started taking some classes. So I think just those experiences combined probably were what made me most interested in the journalism part
0: That's great. Yeah. And then you went to Syracuse, yeah. Yeah. How was how was that? Any did you major in photojournalism?
1: Yes. I loved Syracuse. Syracuse was a great school. I had a really good experience there. I Yeah, I majored in photojournalism and minored in anthropology because I thought they went together pretty well for what I was interested in. Yeah, it's great. Learned a lot. That's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I recently heard that Gregor Heisler just became the head of the photo department there. He did.
1: Well, I don't know. Is he the head? He might be the head. He's at least a professor. Right. I can't remember.
0: He was... um, Previously, he was teaching as an artist in residence at Hallmark Institute of Photography. Yeah. That's Um, where you went, right? That's where I went, yeah. yeah. But also, that was many years after I graduated that he started um, teaching there, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, He's a fantastic (laughs) photographer.
1: Same with me. We both missed him. Right.
0: (laughs) But he's taught now at both of our schools yeah, that's so cool. we can <laughs> hold on to that after Syracuse you actually let's back up a little bit at some point uh, along the line you got an award right
1: yes it was the canon project imagination competition which it wasn't really it's not like a prestigious photographer award but you know any any amateur can apply and you just they wanted photography that, basically there was a bunch of directors, like celebrity directors, that were going to make these short films. Ron Howard was the one in charge of the whole thing, and he had people like Jamie Foxx and Eva Longoria doing these short films, so they were looking for, they were the judges as well, so they were looking for photos that could tell a story that, you know, they would be inspired to base their films around these photos. Mine was selected as one of the winners, it is kind of complicated. Basically, there were like a bunch of winners, and we got to go to the premiere of the fo- of the movies. But mine was not chosen to be at like it wasn't an inspiration for any of the movies, unfortunately. Okay, but it I still won technically. Did you so <laughs> true true? It's complicated. So,
0: did you do you feel like that helped your career at all or did it give you just a personal yeah, boost? Yeah,
1: I think it was just sort of a confidence booster and it, I got some recognition like in Syracuse cuz I was still in school there hmm. from professors and the local newspaper there. Yeah, I think people thought it was kind of cool. It was like kind of a big deal.
0: Sure, I remember running in the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was
1: like the front page of the reformer, I think. Yeah, so that was, it was cool. It was definitely a confidence booster, and it sort of made me feel like people liked my work, which was cool. That's great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: cool. So after Syracuse, you you turned around and came back home mm-hmm. to be the photo editor of the local newspaper where you grew up. Yep. Tell me about that.
1: So I had interned with you my junior <laughs> year, uh, the summer after my junior year of college. I had a great time. That's good. It was good. fun. Um, and so... When I found out that you were leaving to be the director at InSight, I thought it was perfect timing. <laughs> um, so I applied, and I got the job, and here I am.
0: <laughs> it was kind of serendipitous. It, it, was. Worked, it, out really it well. worked out really
1: well. It worked out really well. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> so tell me about, about your experience at The Reformer, maybe less about the actual paper itself and mm-hmm. your experience as a photojournalist over the past couple of years.
1: Sure. Well, it's been a good experience. I knew Brattleboro well because I grew up here, so I think that has helped a lot with knowing sort of the community and the people and um, the places. That has been really helpful, and it's just been a really good sort of right out of college experience to have an experience in the the sort of fast-paced newspaper world, and I was just sort of thrown right into it. As the only photographer, I'm sure you know, it can be kind of, can sometimes be a little frustrating and a little bit difficult at times, but um, it's also been a really good experience because I've had to really work hard and balance my time doing different things. And yeah, I mean, the people, the people in the newsroom are all really nice and great and supportive. So yeah, overall. Just so good. What are the
0: what are the highlights of doing that type of work as, as a photojournalist, as a newspaper photographer?
1: Yeah, um, I think for me, I really like I really like working with people. The experiences that stand out in my mind as the best experiences, it's always based on making people feel good, like you know, people appreciating me being there and covering events. and I think people, it's the kind of job that you don't really necessarily think of as a really appreciated job, but I think a lot of people like, you know, if if this job didn't exist, I think people would really miss it. Yeah, I think it's a more important job than people think and, you know, without photos to document not only like historical moments, but even just you know, anything that happens in the town, I think that it's a really vital thing. And so I, I've sort of learned that throughout my years here.
0: I had that same experience. Yeah. It's just that that connection with the community is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, people seem to be able to relate to that visual narrative um, first and foremost above the written story. Yeah. What are some things that you didn't like about, uh, or maybe you like all of um, being a photojournalist? Are there any negatives that you weren't so fond of?
1: I guess generally, it can be kind of hard. Sometimes people, there are situations when people don't want you there. Mm -hmm. I haven't had too many in this job, but I know, you know, if I were to go, I went to a, a funeral, and I've been to, you know, some pretty intense car accidents. When you sort of feel mixed about being there, you know, you're there to cover this event and it's important that you're there but at the same time you sort of want to be invisible and it's hard to, that can be something that's really difficult to, you know, people will give you dirty looks and things sometimes and it's sort of hard to just feel like you're there for good reasons sometimes.
0: Do you have a memorable experience uh, from, from working as a newspaper photographer or something that was really powerful that happened?
1: One thing that always stands out in my mind, just because of all the really positive feedback I got from it, I went to there's a, the Petrie family, you know Noah. Her foster brother was adopted uh, and they had contacted me asking me if I wanted to go to the court for the event and so I, I was really excited about it and I went and I got some nice shots of him right after he had been officially adopted into the family, hugging his mom and his sister. And I think that photo was just like really probably the most liked photo as far as I know that I've taken for the job. Everyone in the community was like really excited about it and happy for the family and it was it just felt good to have gotten that moment in time for them so i think that's, that's the one that stands out most
0: i heard a lot about that as that was happening it was a it was a really powerful moment for everybody yeah. in the community too yeah. and it was it was i mean it particularly affected us down here at insight too with noah being a student right yeah there's so we have we actually have a photo of yours that was clipped somewhere on the wall here um, that uh, Bob George was particularly happy about it. It was a photo of um, one of the local vets during um, Veterans Day ceremony. He was crying. He was crying at the memorial. It was a great photo. Yeah, I
1: forgot about that one. That was was one that I liked, too.
0: I also wanted to point out uh, I saw a photo of yours from the other day from the the brush fires of a firefighter leaning against a tree, like, taking a rest while fighting fighting the fire, mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Thank you. Can you tell me about, about that a little bit?
1: Sure. So there was a big brush fire. This week has been really dry, and they have, I guess, it's called a red flag warning, I think, where basically you're not supposed to have any open fires because there's a really big chance of them spreading. There was a big brush fire. I think it covered over 50 acres up in West Brattleboro, um, and I was sent to cover it. And um luckily, I was able to get fairly close because the road that I was walking up it was the fire was probably only like thirty feet into the like from the road, so I didn't have to you know, I felt safe enough staying there with my long lens and sort of going just a little bit into the woods to get those shots and there were a lot of firefighters there there were probably I think there were like a hundred at least from all over, like, Massachusetts, New Hampshire. And um, you could tell, like, they had been there all day, and they were really tired. And I think it's really different from just putting out a house fire. I know, obviously, that's hard work, too, but with the dry conditions especially, it was really hard for them to sort of make any progress on putting this fire out and keeping it out. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was just, you know, constant, like, raking and... Or, like hosing down areas and these guys had just been working non-stop all day and so I saw I was just like shooting this one guy who happened to be in a really good spot where I could see from the road so it was a little bit of luck um, but he happened to just like I saw him take off his helmet and just like lean on his rake for a little bit and I was like oh I have to get that shot I just knew like that was exactly what I wanted to get so it's always a mixture of luck when you get those shots, but also, like, you have to be there and you have to be ready, so.
0: So, so to get that, you were you were just near the road?
1: So I was, just like, into just the into the woods, maybe five or ten feet mm-hmm. into the woods, and he was there with, like, two or three other guys in that one area.
0: So, how long so. did you have to stay in that spot to get that shot? How long were you oh, waiting?
1: I was there probably, I, I mean, I had been in the area probably for at least 20 minutes, and then once I saw that group working there and him, him working there, I probably stayed on them for another 20 minutes or so. So, yeah, I mean, I was at the fire scene probably for at least an hour. Wow. Yeah.
0: All right, so you're in your last week at yeah. the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be going on to, to work for the Mets. So tell me about what you're going to be doing. We talked about a little bit of yeah. this beforehand, but let's let's get back to
1: it. Um, so there is this photographer named Mark Levine who has worked for the Mets for at least you know twenty twenty five years. He's been there for a long time, um, and he's really talented. He really knows what he's doing, and he knows like everyone in the in the sports photography community, and even just the regular photography community and he just seems like a really nice guy. So he, I will be working directly with him. I'm the assistant photographer and I will be pretty much doing whatever he needs me to do um, which will be shooting some games. So I'll get to go to most of the home games. We don't travel at all. It'll just be in New York. So yeah, I'll definitely get some games and some other events the Mets will do <clears throat> some charity events. You know, they'll visit hospitals or schools or things like that, and I'll go with them and cover those things for the Mets too. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a lot of different, a lot of different things. I think.
0: It sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun, but it sounds also like it's a lot different um, than what you're doing now. Particularly being, I know that in the position you're na- that you are in now, um, you're really self-directed most of the time. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like this this new position is going to be a little bit different than that. Do you? Yeah. How do you feel about that situation?
1: Um, I think that this new position will. I think he's going to give me a lot of sort of leeway with what I want to do. You know, he he'll probably ask me to do things every once in a while, but I think that I will still have you know the opportunity to shoot at least you know the moments that I want to shoot and of things course. like that. Yeah, it will be more. A little more directed.
0: Well, we can only yeah. speculate so much because you haven't started. Right? Exactly.
1: Soon, so. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but I think it'll be kind of be nice to have some someone to work with. I've, that's something that I've definitely missed in this job, and I'll definitely be happy to have critique again because I came from college, where, you know, everything I did was critiqued you know totally torn apart (laughs) which I actually really loved um and I learned a lot and grew a lot from that and being at the reformer I just didn't have any critique at all and so it it felt a little bit like a little lonely a little bit (laughs) 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 I missed that so I think that um that will be really good to have that
0: I agree. Uh, having having that feedback from other photographers is incredibly important, particularly yeah. for the growth. All right. I want to end with what advice would you give to young photographers?
1: Hmm. I would say if it's something that you really love and it's something that you think or are considering doing as a career, I would say go for it I would say that it's an amazing career and if it's something that you really love do it but you have to be be really passionate about it because it's you know you're not going to be rich as a photographer and it's one of those things that you just have to continue to love if you don't love it anymore there's really no point in doing it so yeah that's what I would say
0: that's good advice cool thank you so much (laughs) yeah thank you in focus is a production of the insight photography project the insight photography project is a nonprofit profit youth arts organization empowering youth through photography regardless of their ability to pay visit us at insight-photography.org our opening music is provided by kevin mcleod of incompetech.com